gospel because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing, I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I designed this rhyme to explain in due time. All I know, time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away. It's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Watch the time go right out the window. Trying to hold on, but you didn't even know. Wasted it all just to watch you go. I kept everything inside, and even though I tried. Welcome to another Just Informed Talk radio show. I'm your host, Craig James. Thanks for joining me today. We have a lot to cover. And the narrative is being set, now, as if it weren't already set enough, they are going full bore with this narrative of Trump radicalizing the extreme radical MAGA Republicans. And we're going to look at that today as they're already writing fake news articles uh, telling us that there is fear amongst insiders of the plans that Trump has when he returns to the White House. We're going to talk about that as Trump took a very commanding lead in the GOP primaries with last yesterday's win in Iowa. He had a uh, basically swept the state except for one county where Nimrata Haley, a.k.a. Nikki Haley, defeated Trump by one vote. But the interesting statistical facts behind that uh, would be that most of the votes that swayed that county were Democrats who decided to change their party and vote in the Republican uh, primary, which <clears throat> is allowed in that state. So they were able to do that, and uh, it just shows you how desperate these people really are. But we're going to talk about that and uh, some other stories, but this is a big one. Um, you know, as we go back, I'm going to show you some clips from before. I'm going to talk about some stuff that's happened uh, in the last few weeks, in the last few years even, that is really disturbing with regard to how they're setting the stage for what's coming in America. It's not just the weaponization of information. It's going to be the weaponization of, I think, federal law enforcement beyond what we've seen to this point. I mean, you guys will say, yeah. We know the law enforcement's been weaponized against the American people. I don't think most of us have even seen the tip of the iceberg with regard to how bad it can get. And uh, they are getting desperate. So I see that on the horizon. I really want to talk about this NBC News article that was just put out yesterday saying that fears grow. Fears grow. This is the headline, quote, fears grow that Trump will use the military in dictatorial ways, quote unquote, if he returns to the White House, among those being mentioned for Trump's, uh, you know, it, basically what they're saying is they're terrified that Trump's going to do exactly what he should do. And I don't mean that I want a dictator, but I do mean that there are things that need to happen to clean house in this corrupt, rat-infested, uh, you know, Viper den of vipers in Washington D.C. It's just a, a fact, and everybody who's been paying attention knows that. And I think Trump realizes it as well. But we've talked about it here, and and I'll keep reiterating it. I understand the, the dangers with regard to national security, 
these people have leveraged themselves in a way that essentially makes it so that if they are arrested and, and you know convicted of these crimes they've committed against the American people and the world at large, there's a high probability that we would see a, a civil war breakdown and, and probably also our enemies would take advantage of it and launch their sleeper cell attacks on our country and infrastructure and it could spark a war far beyond what we're seeing right now um, especially with regard to, to all of these wars are really just uh, very mild regional wars I'm not under I'm not trying to, to undersell the fact that there's loss of life and it's tragic horrific but we haven't seen war yet uh, I don't know maybe some of you out there are old enough but I, I'm not uh, fortunately or unfortunately however you look at that old enough to know but I had grandparents and great grandparents who told me stories about what it was like during World War II what it was like living in America during the you know those times of war where you know there was a national effort to get everybody together to fight a common enemy and that uh, there were some tough times. This is all part of a, a cycle, but I digress. Uh, I want to talk about this story, but if you guys want to chime in, please feel free. The number is 877-536-1360. You can text or call that number. I really welcome and encourage you guys to text or call uh, with your thoughts and opinions. And also make sure if you're uh, watching or listening on the live stream, there is a live chat on Rumble and YouTube, wherever you're watching. Uh, you know, however long this is able to stay on YouTube, you know, given <laughs> my track record. But I don't really care because it's, it's, you know, simply speaking, the truth is what we can do. That's all we have right at this point uh, in that regard. So make sure you like and subscribe. That helps out big time, too. I really appreciate it. And uh, tell your friends to tune in. 1360 a.m. here in the front range of the Colorado Rockies. Uh, make sure you guys are all listening. So I want to talk about this article. I want to talk about how they've been framing this up for a while now. Go back to Joe Biden's speech on January 6th or January 5th, I should say where he talked about January 6th and made the exact same prediction that now uh, is being echoed by the fake news. But here's some of the article. Donald Trump sparking fears among those who understand the inner workings of the Pentagon that he would convert the nonpartisan U.S. military into the muscular arm of, the pol of his political agenda as he makes comments about dictatorship and devalues the checks and balances that underpin the nation's two-century-old democracy. Now, Again, we have to, to stop there and, and issue a correction to these fake news liars. It is not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic. Please start referring to it as such. I mean, how many times are they going to try to beat us over the head with this idea that this country is a democracy when it is not, in fact, a democracy? It's a constitutional republic. And, and beyond that, why would they want democracy? Why do they keep trying to convince us it's democracy? Well, because in a democracy... It's mob rule, and anything goes as long as the majority are in favor of it, and that always inevitably leads to actual dictatorships, right? Yet, it, it, it's you cannot <laughs> under 
I cannot stress enough, would be a more appropriate way of putting it, how Orwellian the language is that they use in these articles and how they speak and how deceptive and manipulative all of their uh, tactics and strategies are, especially when it comes to getting information out like this or putting what I would consider a type of disinformation like this out there. I mean, first off, it's fear, right? What does fear do? Fear puts us in our flight or flight response mechanism, which makes us make irrational decisions that exclude logic in most cases. And, and because we're afraid, we make, you know, snap judgments based on gut instincts. And sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong. But you are much more easily manipulated when you're in a state of fear. So they have to write an article telling you, you are going to be living under a dictatorship if Trump gets elected. And it's going to be ran by the military. So, you know, if you believe in the whole continuity of government concept and devolution and all that stuff where it really goes into the weeds with regard to what's happening behind the scenes that we can't know, then uh, maybe this is a moot point for you. But if you are actually one of the people like myself who, you know, doesn't have a top secret clearance, you know, a Q level clearance, then you're probably gonna want to look at this more, um, more in a more detailed way, because what they're trying to do is nothing short of run another coup. And, and, and here's the thing. I think they want, they truly are trying to fight a battle against something I think they see happening behind the scenes. I think when they tell us Trump's going to be a military dictator, it's not because he's going to be. It's because the military's already been working with him since day one. And that's why they understand the one, the last defense they have is the court of public opinion. We'll come back and talk about it more, though. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Join me, J.D. Plorable, for Swamp Fight Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at noon right here on AM 1360. Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And, of course, before the break, we're talking about this projection of Trump being a a dictator in 
what they're doing, I've broken it down, I think, pretty well in just uh, trying to explain to everybody out there that they're using this fear to control the masses. And of course, you know, there are those out there who are going to read these articles or even just read the headline and they're going to think, oh man, Trump's going to be a dictator. Can't have that. I better go out and make sure he doesn't become president again. And you understand quickly, this is their, their final last ditch effort to try to undermine Trump's, uh, you know, next administration, right? They don't have any substantive ideas, so they must drive fear into the masses and use that fear to control other people's, you know, actions. And and you cannot understate it when you listen to what the way that that Joe Biden speaks. Here here he is. Well, let's. I'm gonna let Joe Biden. I'm gonna let his words speak for themselves. Listen to this. This is coming from a president who called when he visited cemeteries, called dead soldiers suckers and losers. Remember that? Sometimes I'm really happy the Irish in me can't be seen. It was right around the time I was at Bo's grave, Tommy. How dare he? Who in God's name does he think he is? With former aides, Trump plans to invoke the Insurrection Act, which will allow him to deploy, which is not allowed to do in ordinary circumstances, allow him to deploy U.S. military forces on the streets of America. He said it. He calls those who oppose him vermin. He talks about the blood of America as being poisoned, echoing the same exact language used in Nazi Germany. He proudly posts on social media the words that best describe his 2024 campaign, quote, revenge, quote, power, and quote, dictatorship. There's no confusion about who Trump is, what he intends to do. Well, there you go. That was Joe Biden giving his January 6th uh, Hitlerian speech, which everybody tuned in for and I'm sure enjoyed thoroughly, right? But when you listen to those words, I mean, think about what he's saying. Trump plans to invoke the Insurrection Act, which will allow him to deploy U.S. military forces on the streets of America. I mean, all the, all the you know, bold-faced lies aside out of that speech that you just heard, even that, that little snippet of a speech, you know, there were several lies I could go into, but it doesn't serve any uh, purpose. What does serve us a purpose is to understand what Biden's saying and maybe de- dive a little deeper into that. Biden just said during his speech, this was a, a few weeks ago, that Trump plans to invoke the Insurrection Act, which will allow him to deploy U.S. military forces in the streets of America. So... I guess the serious and and most logical and reasonable question that we should be asking immediately is why would Trump need to invoke the Insurrection Act? Okay, that's the first question I would have, perhaps because it it it's an insinuation that 
something was done and you have to ask yourself well what was done right according to the insurrection act of 1807 it's a federal law that empowers the president of the united states to deploy u.s military and federalized national guard troops within the united states in particular circumstances such as to suppress civil disorder insurrection or rebellion now i would argue that the obvious thing that is being referenced by biden is perhaps the southern border because contextually that would match with what trump's been saying however if we read into uh, a little bit of the subcontext here why is this message being echoed now by the fake news you have nbc news coming out yesterday or a couple days ago with this long report about trump using the military in dictatorial ways well perhaps it's because everything that we've seen up till this point has been leading to an inevitable conclusion and that is that those who are guilty of these crimes against this country will eventually be subject to an authority that will be perhaps beyond the scope of normal judicial processes here in, a, in this country and i mean that in regard to the implementation of things like the insurrection act and not just using it against those who are crossing our border illegally to keep them out of our country and to deport them which in and of itself is reasonable considering our country's being invaded and we need one of the largest deportations in the history of the United States with these uh, people. They need to be sent back to their countries with love and care because I am, I am just such a bleeding heart liberal. I want to lovingly and caringly put them on buses and planes and ship them out of this country and you go well it costs more to do that than to just let them stay no it doesn't actually and second of all the drain on our society that is coming from these individuals who are coming here illegally is going to far outweigh any cost it would make it would be to put them on a plane and send them back to their original country of origin he said well how can you even find out what country of origin they're from oh well we'll ask them and if they don't tell us, then we'll just pick one. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, and I mean this because how do you look at our country being invaded and not see it as a national security threat? I mean, we have tens of thousands of Chinese nationals who are being documented as, you know, crossing our border illegally. And not just the, the Chinese nationals, there's Russians, there's, uh, you know, Middle Eastern from all different parts of the Middle East. There are people from Asian Pacific uh, theater. There's people from, and a lot of these people, believe it or not, aren't coming here to live the American dream. They're coming here to act as agents for foreign powers, sleeper cells and terror cells and others. Uh, and, and sometimes they're just straight up criminals fleeing prosecution from their home nation, rapists and murderers and burglars, and you know, who are trying to avoid jail time in their country of origin and there's and yes of course there's a humanitarian side people are actually fleeing there are such things as refugees i i understand that i don't have any problem with with us taking in refugees with regard to you know the legal and lawful asylum process but if you just open up the border and say everybody can come in give them you know court dates seven years from now and just bust them into any city in america and let them go 
Well, you, not only are you facilitating the, the invasion of America, but you're violating your oath to the Constitution. You're endangering countless citizens of this country. And you have essentially destroyed what our, you've taken away our sovereignty as a nation. Because without a border, there is no sovereign nation. So that's what Trump, they're saying he's going to be a dictator with regard to. But I think he's going to be, if he were to use the military and the Insurrection Act, I think he's going to be rounding up, and I hope, I hope some of these people who have been committing these these reckless crimes against this nation that go far beyond just opening up our border, selling out our, you know, national security secrets, uh, you know, selling out political favors to our foreign adversaries, corruptly enriching themselves at the expense of the American taxpayer and at the expense of our national security. A lot of these people have chosen a dark path and, and chosen the wrong path, if, if you ask me, uh, instead of standing up and doing what is right, living righteously with integrity, they have decided to live in a way that is dishonorable and, uh, you know, is completely and utterly criminal. Now, here's the problem. As I said earlier in the show, as much as I'm on the, the team of, like, round them up, throw them in Gitmo, throw away the key, essentially, if they've committed treason or something like that, I mean, what's the punishment for treason? In a lot of cases, uh, it's death, right? Isn't it part of one of the punishments? I think, I think uh, let's look at the exact punishment treason. I don't want to get that right, but I'm pretty sure it is punishable by death. So, 18 U.S. Code 2381 states that a person guilty of treason against the United States, quote, shall suffer death or shall be imprisoned not less than five years and fined under this title, but not less than $10,000 and shall be incapable of holding any other office under the United States. Now, first of all, that $10,000 number, we, we need to raise that up a little bit, right? It says not less than, so it would be more, obviously, but... I don't know, maybe we should make the minimum threshold a little higher. Uh, interesting that you will either be killed, you'll, su you'll suffer death, or at least five years or more in prison. So maybe these guys will get, you know, 5, 10, 20, 30 years in prison. So maybe they won't have to be uh, executed. And I'm just reading... 18 U.S. Code, subsection 2381. Anybody can go look this up and read it themselves. What the, the punishment for treason against the United States is. Now, to me on a personal level, I don't go get up every day and say, I wish all these guys would be you know executed for their treason. Because A, that would take up too much of my personal energy and time. And B... I actually do have this belief in uh, the Christian notion of redemption, that people can redeem themselves. Uh, I, I have read enough of the Bible to know that God can take the people we least suspect and can turn them into those who can do the greatest things for his name and his glory. So I don't want to, and I'm not the judge at the end of the day, but God does say that, you know, he gives a government authority for a reason 
and that the government doesn't carry a sword for no reason or the authority doesn't carry the authorities don't carry swords for no reason essentially romans 13 if you want to go look it up and i'm of the opinion that you know there are laws for a reason there are rules there's an established order for a reason and that it is um as it says in the bible god doesn't make the this order for no reason so it's a complicated subject if you think of it in these kind of existential terms i think to a degree but it, it, in its most simplistic form there are laws laws are laws are meant to be upheld when you break the law punishment is a part of the process so maybe they'll all get five years in prison and just you know maybe pay huge fines for what they've done i'm not saying that that's the appropriate punishment because again i'm not the judge literally or figuratively with regard to being a judge in a court or, or the judges in the lord uh i can only make a pronouncement of what i know to be right and what i know to be wrong and in that regard yeah these people have committed treason in a lot of cases not everyone and we would go on a case-by-case -case basis but i'm sure there's a, a quite a number we can just think of right off the top of our head right now maybe if you have anybody that you think is guilty of treason uh text it or leave it in the live chat the number is 877-536-1360 and then and then we'll uh, see how many names we can get together based on that but and i don't mean that like we're putting together a list of people to target i'm just saying it, i'm off the top of my head i'm trying to I can put together a pretty extensive list of people I think have committed crimes against this nation. Maybe some not reaching all the way to the level of full-blown treason. But if you look at the, you know, uh, effect of their crimes, maybe it is. I can think of a number of individuals in the Justice Department, in the FBI, plenty in the intelligence community, but... They have some sort of weird immunity that they get for certain things. And obviously politicians, obviously corporate leaders. A lot of people on that list, folks. And that is sad. That is sad. But it explains why they, they're panicking and saying, Trump's going to get the Insurrection Act and, and become a dictator. It's like, well, I'd be panicking too if I was committing treason against this nation. How did we get here? How did we get here? Maybe we'll talk about that when we come back. We have a lot of other stories to cover. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. You guys haven't tried them. You need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your family 
family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the T-H-E freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. Hi folks, Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off compound Pound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. Suck punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town attack on January 6th happened, there was no doubt about the truth. At the time, even Republican members of Congress and Fox News commentators publicly and privately condemned the attack. As one Republican senator said, Trump's behavior was embarrassing and humiliating for the country. But now that same senator and those same people have changed their tune. As time has gone on, gone on, politics, fear, money, all have intervened. And now these MAGA voices who know the truth about Trump on January 6th have abandoned the truth and abandoned the democracy. They made their choice. Now the rest of us, Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we have to make our choice. I know mine. And I believe I know America's. We'll defend the truth, not give in to the big lie. We'll embrace the Constitution and the Declaration, not abandon it. We'll honor the sacred cause of democracy, not walk away from it. Today, I make this sacred pledge to you, the defense, protection, and preservation of American democracy will remain as it has been the central cause of my presidency. Well, there you have it, folks. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. That was Joe Biden giving his speech on how MAGA Republicans have abandoned truth and democracy. Again, 
the frustrating thing are i mean some you may think it's semantics but it is actually important that they keep referencing our government as being a democracy when it in fact is not uh that is intentional trust me on that and they have a very distinct way of manipulating us into fighting one another and that's what this is i really do wish we could come together with the other side to a degree uh not that we can agree on everything but perhaps maybe we could just simply agree that the people in control particularly those who are associated with the democrat party but also on the republican side as well as joe biden said the mainstream republicans have an overwhelming uh biased agenda to try to to not only destroy america but to have us basically keep fighting one another and not paying attention to them that is the ultimate goal that is the gate the, the aim of what they're doing and you know when this speech was given back a couple weeks ago i i was gonna play clips from it but then i thought all right well maybe perhaps something down the line will come up or i'll just save this for later because uh, the point would be about the same as what I'm making now, except they're projecting on us this vision of a dictatorship, which if we are, if we are talking about, you know, fascistic dictatorships, then all we need, we need to look no further than the current uh, resident of our white house in the Capitol, Joe Biden and his, you know, consolidation through his party with uh, of power with the big tech corporations other corporation corporate leaders uh those who are involved in um this entire corrupt business that his son was involved in and and, and beyond that further way further into like epstein and the intelligence agencies and all that stuff there is a very dark force that has taken control of this nation seemingly if you're looking at it from an outside perspective without TSI, you know, SCI security clearances, because how, I mean, without those security clearances, even if everything that people say about Trump being, you know, still in charge is true, it's like, well, how could we know that? So therefore it, it's a moot point anyway. If we knew that for a fact, it would kind of undermine the whole point of it being the, the case. And I think people need to look at this all skeptically and they need to be looking at the actions of these individuals and, and scrutinizing them in excruciating detail and making sure that we point out the hypocrisy, the lies, the criminality, the corruption, all of it on a regular basis. And so when you hear them tell us that they fear a dictatorship, it, it is a true psyop on America as we have... The American Psychological Association now is another uh, story I wanted to cover is seeking federal funding to fight quote unquote misinformation online. So in other words, they want to have more censorship over what you can say and hear online. Why is the American Psychological Association expanding its effort to combat misinformation? Hmm. Back in the pandemic days, they were given a $2 million grant from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to help control the mainstream COVID-19 narratives, which now are all turning out to be true, uh, at least the narratives that were countering the mainstream narratives. 
They were developing a, quote, scientific consensus statement on the science of misinformation. That's what they're posting on their website at the APA. Psychologists can serve an important role in guiding the world out of the pandemic. We are disciplined. Uh, we are the discipline with expertise to address vaccine decision-making and susceptibility to misinformation. Well, there you have it, folks. That when they call us, you know, conspiracy theorists for knowing these facts, it's, it's wild. It's wild. It's like I can show you the articles with the citations that prove that they are waging psychological warfare on us. And it's all being funded by our taxpayer dollars. And they're doing it to convince us that there is only one truth and one narrative. Which I would argue there is one truth, but it's the objective truth. It's not the state-sponsored truth. Okay? That's the difference between authoritarianism and a free constitutional republic when you have authoritarians in power, they want to tell you that there is no truth besides their truth. And look, freedom is, is to me, one of the most important things in this nation. And that's also the freedom to be a knucklehead and, and to believe what you want to believe. But I think this push toward moral relativism and the establishment of these cultural norms that completely undercut uh, what makes society prosperous and successful and thriving that there has to come a point where you look at it and say okay well we need to stop this because like any infection it spreads communism marxism this indoctrination in our higher level educational institutions that has preached this moral relativism and hedonistic, lustful, immoral degeneracy, coupled with corporations poisoning us through our food, poisoning us through entertainment, poisoning our children and, and, and the adults with pornography, poisoning the, the water that we drink, with fluoride which i'm not a doctor this isn't medical advice so please consult whoever you trust as far as that goes but they are literally waging a, a multi-dimensional war on us and i'm just sitting here saying look when they try to tell us what truth is that's when we should really be worried They're not trying to convince us. They're trying to manipulate us. They don't want debate. They want submission. Remember that. Stay tuned. We're going to be back. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. Hi there, it's Kathy from J-Day's Appliance Sales and Service. I have a maintenance tip to keep your dryer in tip-top shape. Having good clearance in the back, not allowing the vent to be kinked, and check your outside vent for hot and heavy airflow. We're located at 132 East 7th Street, downtown Loveland. 
Call us at 970-669-1357. That's 669-1357. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Welcome back to Justin Forms Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And before the break, we're talking about censorship, the censorship industrial complex, what they're orchestrating right now, working with the American Psychological Association to combat, quote-unquote, misinformation, as they've been doing since 2021. And they also say that in this election year, the American Psychological Association needs to help combat misinformation because it's the top concern for them and America in 2024 heading into an election. Well, that's interesting. Why would the American Psychological Association be involved in uh, a censorship campaign right before an election? Hmm. But there is no such thing as psychological warfare on, on a, the public at large. That's that's a myth. That's a conspiracy theory. And if you believe that, then you're just one of those you know tinfoil hat-wearing Looney Tunes. That's at least what they want you to believe because they are doing it every single day. And a lot of it is subtle. A lot of it's not direct. A lot of it's, you know, subliminal or it's, you know, hidden within uh, certain programming. But... Some of it is just outright overt in uh, how they pronounce it. I think they've become more overt because, let's just be honest, people's ability to critically think has been degraded to a level where uh, people will not not understand the subtext uh, or subliminal messaging. They may not even be able to comprehend that or uh, even at a subliminal level, meaning uh, that they must become more overt to get that information to stick better. Uh, before you could just, you know, splice a cigarette uh, ad into a, a commercial and what was the one that was like just, uh, they had cigarettes and all these, they, they were basically product place cigarettes so they get people to smoke, tobacco industry paid for it. And that still happens to this day, uh, perhaps with different things other than tobacco, but you know. That's why you see a Coca-Cola in the background of a movie or something. But now they just come out and tell you they're terrorists. They hate America. They're not democratic. They, you know, go uh, attack each other, essentially, is what they're saying. But they want us to fight one another so we don't look at those who are in control. 
And those who are in control have, you know, in a lot of cases, they are, you know, people with uh, God complexes. They think that they are the, the saviors unto humanity and that they're going to usher us into this new utopian paradise. Except they don't mention the fact that a part of their plan is depopulating the planet and poisoning people unsuspectingly. A lot of what they do has little or nothing to do with anything other than power. Uh, and they hide it under all these altruistic, you know, I want to save the planet. I'm going to stop the climate from changing. I'm going to end homophobia or transphobia. I'm going, and, and it's like they come at it with, that's the picture they paint for the public. But if you if you slice through that, thin veneer then you obviously see it's all about power control influence money that's where all this it stems from so speaking of misinformation though <clears throat> one of the, the big complaints people have against uh, Donald Trump is his lack of acceptance or embracing of the concept that the vaccine was more of a detriment than it was a positive, right? That it was more detrimental societally than it was a boost to society or a gain. And I'm in probably in that camp of people who really wants Trump to, to answer the, the questions surrounding that. So I have this short clip from Harrison Smith about this particular issue, which I think it's a good strategy if Trump wants to embrace this. He's, he's see, here's the thing. And maybe I'll play a clip when we come back. So actually, you know, I'm gonna play the clip and then I'll, I'll give my explanation because I think it's better for context. Listen to this. I know there's a lot of people out there that would support Trump, but they can't because of one topic and that is the jab. He's the father of the jab, and still to this day, he brags about Operation Warp Speed. Here's, a, I think, the solution to this is. I don't think he's going to completely denounce the jab. I don't think that's going to happen. But what he should do is acknowledge that his supporters have questions about the jab. And he can say that the jab was, he can say, I think the jab was great, I think it was wonderful, but I understand people have questions. So if I'm elected, out of respect for my, even though I disagree, out of respect for my followers and voters, I will order a full investigation into the COVID jab. Because after all, if it was fraudulent, he's the one that got defrauded. He should want to know. And so we should order an investigation. And if he truly believes that the jab was great, then an investigation would prove that out. I wonder if people would be satisfied with that. I wonder if people would trust that. And he'd probably have to appoint somebody like uh, RFK Jr. to conduct the investigation. I think that'd be great. So that was Harrison Smith from InfoWars pontificating on how Trump could launch an investigation into the efficacy of the jab without uh, basically alienating a, ba a portion of his base who took the jab and believed that it was a good thing. That's the, the political position Trump has put himself in. Uh, it's not anyone else's fault other than his own. But, uh, you know, 
I've here's my couple of statements on that. My argument's been pretty simple, and I've been pretty consistent from the get-go. First of all, Trump is not an epidemiologist or a doctor with any type of medical background. He's a matter of fact, he's a noted uh, germaphobe who has a you know a, an aversion toward sickness that is you know has been noted before he ever became president. So when he was approached with the concept of a pandemic coming to America, and his in his mind, I believe he made the right call. He got the top doctors in the nation with the military to make a vaccine to try to prevent it from spreading. And again, I think he was lied to by those around him, the the people like Fauci and others. They told him, hey, this is a pandemic. It could kill millions. You're going to have millions of people's blood on your hands. If you don't do something, you have to do it. And Trump took the decision, the action that he thought was best, a co- be- the best course of action for our country. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you my, my other thoughts on this because there is a political calculation here as well that Trump has to make, unfortunately. Uh, I know it's, it's much more simple to say, just say the truth and that shall set you free, which I believe that. But politics seems to be one of those gray areas because I'll, I'll get into the reasons why when we come back. If you have any thoughts on this, though, 877-536-1360 or leave a comment in the live chat or a comment below. I'll read it out. Uh, But that's where we're going to leave it. But we're going to come right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Justin Form Talk Radio. Hello, everybody in northern Colorado. You're all looking good. I knew you would. (laughs) Keep listening to AM 1360, the roar of the Rockies, the best station ever. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. back to just informed talk radio i'm your host craig james we're back and I, I was kind of giving my explanation on what i believe trump's calculation is as far as the vaccine goes we listened to a clip from harrison smith saying that trump should order investigation because uh he should acknowledge that a lot of his followers believe that there is something 
very wrong with the technology and the the dissemination of that vaccine, uh, the COVID vaccine, that is, and that on the other side of it, there are people that he doesn't want to alienate and that he still, in his mind, thinks he made a right decision on. So uh, either way, he would be vindicating himself. Either the investigation shows that he is right and the jab's fine, or it shows that he was defrauded and lied to by the people around him, and the jab has, you know, uh, consequences. Now, I'm not a doctor. I don't give medical advice. So, you know, do what you will at your own discretion, um, not based on anything I've said here. But I will say that the calculation I was explaining before is simple. Trump has this issue with the whole COVID stuff and the, the vax in particular because if he was lied to by those around him and he made decisions that he thought were right at the time and that those decisions led to people being deceived obviously to come out and say I was deceived nobody wants to be tricked right and by proxy you would have been tricked as well if Trump was tricked you were tricked and, I, and trust me, I have family members who took it. A lot of them had terrible side effects that, you know, they just kind of brushed off or explained away as one thing or the other. But we all know what they were really from. And, you know, this would, uh, I, I would see this as hurting their trust of, of Trump. And you go, well, if he if he isn't trustworthy in the first place, why would you? Why are you trying to protect him by saying all this stuff? I, I think it's simple. There is no such thing as a perfect leader, I mean, outside of Jesus Christ. So, for me, when you look at politicians, you have to take the good with the bad, and understand that you know there's only so many choices, and if you're going to select one, I'm not saying select the the best of the worst. I'm just saying that. If Trump had a blind side with COVID and everything that happened and the vaccine, I don't think it's there anymore, right? It's just like Trump's position on, on abortion. I don't, I do not support his position on abortion whatsoever. He thinks there should be a certain period of time where it's acceptable. I think the, from the moment of conception, it, life is sacrosanct and that is murder at any point. However... <clears throat> Just because I disagree doesn't mean I throw up my hands and quit and give up. It actually, to me, it encourages me to want to persuade him to understand why he is wrong and why he should change. And do I think Trump's the kind of person who can be persuaded? Yes, absolutely. And that's where I have hope. I mean, there are certain people, though, like, you're never going to persuade Nikki Haley not to support the military-industrial complex and their endless wars. You're never going to convince, you know, Ron DeSantis to not be a puppet of the rhino establishment. You, you, you see what I'm saying? There's, there's a difference between those kind, these kind of politicians that we're talking about. So Trump's calculation with regard to all of this, I think he's just making the decision that he thinks is best but that doesn't mean we can't put pressure on him because we're already we've had such an effect on trump over the last six years or eight years there's no reason why we should stop now 
We keep influencing him to make decisions, make the right decisions for this country and for you and I and our families. That's our job. That's what an informed electorate is supposed to do. So when we come back in hour two, we're going to have a lot more. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. I'm Stuart Varney, and this is the Fox Business Report. Americans were spending more than expected at the end of last year, a sign the holiday season exceeded lowered expectations. Retail sales rose six-tenths of a percent in December. Car sales factored into the increase. Excluding autos, retail sales were up four-tenths of a percent. Stronger auto sales made up for less spending on gasoline as gas prices declined last month. Charles Schwab reported lower earnings for the recent quarter, though its results came in better than expected. Citizens Financial and U.S. Bank Corp. both also reported weaker numbers. Mortgage applications increased last week more than 10 percent. Demand rose for home buying and refinancing. The Mortgage Bankers Association says the average for a 30-year loan remained below October highs at 6.75 percent. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosolda. Invested in you. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app. Hello, friend. I'm Jeremy Sladen, the head coach and founder of the Warrior Mind, Body, and Soul Experience, or Warrior MBS for short. There's a good chance that you're looking to level up with some needed improvements in your physical, mental, or spiritual life, or maybe you need a complete reset in all three. Either way, there has never been a better time for you to make this move, and here's why. Because the world needs you badly right now. Our culture is in full-scale attack mode on what it even means to be a man. Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to warriormbs.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's warriormbs.com. 
Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you can invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off compound. Pound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or call 888-YREFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-YREFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to Just Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. This is hour two of the Just Forum Talk Radio show. I hope you guys are ready. We have a lot to cover here now. Uh, we're going to kind of switch gears talking about some other stories that are out there in the ether, as it were. Uh, first off, we have a big story here with Trump and Vivek last night. They had uh, a meeting, as it were, which was pretty interesting. Uh you watched Vivek endorse Trump. It was a, a pretty, let's just say a pretty wholesome moment, if you will. I want to play the whole clip here. Let's hear it. This is Trump and Vivek last night in New Hampshire. So he has a big, beautiful, bright future ahead. Vivek Rameshwamy. Come on up, Vivek. Let's do this, guys. It's good to see you. Good. All right, I'm going to play a clip that doesn't uh, skip as much. Here you go. You know this man. You know why we're here. Patriots across the state. We are in the middle of a war in this country. That's what this is. It's not a war between black and white. It's not between Democrat and Republican, even in a deeper sense. It's between the permanent state and the everyday citizen. Between those of us who love the United States of America and a fringe minority who hates this country and what we stand for. And right now we need a commander-in-chief who will lead us to victory in this war. That's what we need in this country. 
You got to know you're in a war to win one. You can't win one if you're asleep at the switch, have your head stuck in the sand like most Republicans. And I think that's going to require somebody who isn't bought and paid for, a businessman, not a politician. Anybody heard of that? And that's why I was in this race, but... I'll tell you, the people of Iowa spoke loud and clear last night, and I'm a big believer that we, the people, create a government that is accountable to us, not the other way around. That we, the people, choose who leads this country. And so we heard we, the people, last night, and that is why last evening I met my friend here. We met in person, and I told him that I would endorse Donald J. Trump, President of the United States, and do everything in my power to lead us to victory in this war. It is a 1776 moment right now. Some powerful rhetoric there from Vivek. And, and the, the, the visual of this, for those of you listening who can't see it, obviously is Vivek standing on a stage with Trump standing behind him. And it is, a, a, you know, to me, this is a good step in the right direction. A lot of people are critical of Vivek. A lot of people call him, you know, the conservative Obama. A lot of people say he plagiarized Obama's speeches, uh, which you can find some clips that are very interesting with regard to that. But uh, a lot of people are also talking about the way he ran his pharmaceutical company back in 2015, uh, the way he, you know, bought drugs and then hyped them up. And then essentially they became sort of like pump and dump schemes. But... Regardless of what you think of Vivek, I'm one of those people who, you know, we don't have many leaders who are out there vocally putting themselves on the line um, and trying to represent the ideas and values of America. Now, I have my own hesitations with Vivek, especially when it comes like I'm all for, you know, diversity, right? <laughs> I hate that I have to say that. But, um, you know, the idea of a Hindu guy coming in and representing the, the, you know, Christian precepts of America that he doesn't believe in, I'm a little skeptical of that, uh, to be quite honest. And people can say what they want about that. They can, you know, call me names, call me this, that. You're a racist, you're bigoted, you're this, that, and the other. It's like, no, I just... I would like people in charge who share my same belief system and values, not somebody who believes in uh, something that I uh, see as antithetical to uh, the, the foundational principles of this country. I'm putting this all very mildly and lightly. I'm trying to be very polite with how I say that, uh, you know, Vivek's, you know, traditional Hindu upbringing and then him, you know, continually referencing, quoting scripture and, and bringing it up even when he doesn't believe in it. It strikes me as somebody who's a bit disingenuous, to say the least. And that's, you know, just my personal belief and critique of Vivek. Other than that, you know, he'll make a great administration official. I don't think he's going to be chosen as VP, but I could be wrong. I think there are. Uh, other stronger choices, namely my personal pick for VP of Trump is T Tucker Carlson. A lot of people will lambast me for that because Tucker lacks the political whatever. 
pedigree to be the vice president, according to some. I would actually argue, though, that that makes him the perfect uh, candidate because even though there are things I disagree with Tucker Carlson on, just like I've outlined with Trump, um, I still think those people would be better choices. And even further than that, I mean, I've, I've flirted with the idea before of Vivek as VP, but the more I learn about Vivek, the more I just would rather have him, you know, put him in charge of... Make him the SEC chair. I don't know. Something in that realm. You know, he perhaps he'll be good at that. Perhaps it would be a positive, a net positive to have him in a position like that. Because, again, there aren't many people who, you know, we can trust to go into these positions and, and do a good job. You know, and I think um, that was what Trump learned the most. I think that's what we all learned the most during Trump's first administration was that, the people he was picking in a lot of cases would turn out to be terrible picks because they had alternate agendas. They were, you know, lying and deceitful in attaining their position. And then they were, you know, sleepers that were planted within his administration because he didn't have the political uh, experience to know who to pick and who not to pick in a lot of cases. Although certain positions were filled very well, Others were not, and those are all very fair critiques of Trump. I wouldn't, I would never, uh, you know, th that's the thing. That's, I think that's why they're afraid to debate us because we'll critique Trump and we'll disagree with certain things that he believes, but ultimately we'll represent an argument for him that's stronger than any argument for any other candidate, including Joe Biden. Because you have Joe Biden, it's like, well, Trump's not a criminal, A, although they're trying to make him one because they have to, to paint you as, as what they are. Typical uh, Saul Linsky rules for radicals tactic of basically transposing what they're guilty of onto those who seek to uncover their, their crimes. But when we come back, we're going to talk about it and much more. I have uh, more stories I want to cover. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just a Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom.
Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And, of course, you know, we always want to hear from the audience. We had a texter text in earlier, 877-536-1360. When they talked about Trump and the jab, they said, I think those who believe Trump endorsed the jab lack context and nuance. He always left it up to individuals in a very tongue-in-cheek manner and said the program was good since he set them up. Also, he was obviously lied to repeatedly. Well, I think that's a fair observation, and I uh, would tend to agree with that. We also are uh, joined on the phone by a good friend of the show. You guys may know him. He's got his show here on 1360 AM. It is my good friend, Kelvin Crosby, the DeafBlind Potter. Brother, are you there? Hey, man. How you doing? Doing well. It's been a minute since I've called in, and I'm like, you know, I better call in because you're you're talking about something that – it, why 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 would uh Tosami want to endorse Trump when he doesn't necessarily you can totally see the writing on the wall where he had an agenda and like you said earlier it's like Trump like he keep bringing in people or allowing people to endorse him that, that you can clearly see that the writing on the wall and then eventually you're gonna mess them up, and this is where I'm like, uh, I I have my res- my reservations. Like, can we open our eyes to see is this legit thing that we should really be? Well, I, I understand and- your your reservation. I would just say a couple things. First, you know, you can't control who endorses you. First of all, so if Lindsey Graham endorses Trump. You know, I think he just puts his hands up and says, "All right, you know, fine. You want to support me? Go ahead." Um, with regard to Ramaswamy, seeing him clearly who, for who he is, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not. I think the jury's still out for me is whether he's going to be a net positive or a net, you know, a, an infiltrator kind of globalist spy. Uh, you know, it's hard to tell that so early in the game. But I will say this: that. You know, a lot of people on social media have pointed out, you know, you keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. And maybe that's a part of why Trump's brought a lot of people in his inner, you know, orbit who we may see as being one way or another. When in reality, you know, if you keep these people close, at least they're under control to a degree. Uh, When they're further away, they can plot and scheme against you, and, and that makes it more difficult. But that that's one argument I've heard. I don't know if that is what Trump's thinking, but, but what do you think, Calvin? Well, I mean, when I first heard the news, I mean, it kind of just made my spirit just uncomfortable. Because, I I mean, if you don't know, people that listen to me, you know that I can see into the spiritual realm. And when I started looking in that, it, it was one of those things I'm like, yay, like, this doesn't look right. And... And so from a gut standpoint and a spiritual standpoint, it just doesn't look right. But I, I, I like your, your perspective, though. Keep your enemies closer. And I, 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 I can see that being a legit situation. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's been a, a time-tried, uh, you know, truism that, that we know. And Trump has a very, I think, wise strategy when it comes to dealing with his political uh, allies and his political foes, and I think a part of that, like I said, is is perhaps in that uh, you know vein of let's keep these guys close so they can be a little bit more controllable and, and we can watch what they're doing more closely. And and honestly, I think with Vivek, you know, I want to leave room 
for people to prove me wrong, right, Kelvin? We don't mm. want to just say, no, this guy is, is evil. He's, he must be bad because of X, Y, and Z, especially since he's saying a lot of the things that I particularly agree with, you know, and maybe that's a part of the deception. Say everything that you want to hear, and then that way you're, you're disarmed and you're incapable of seeing people for who they are. But I will also leave room for him to prove me wrong and to show me that, you know, he actually believes what he's saying and that he will, when the cards are down, make the right decisions that would vindicate him and, and basically, um, and I don't mind being proved wrong. That's another thing. You know, we talk about humility a lot, right, Kelvin? When we read through the Bible, yep. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know everything, and, and I don't certainly don't know what's in another man's heart. Although, you know, a, a publicly professing Hindu is not my first choice for any uh, role in leadership in this country, and they can say whatever they want. I don't care. They, you know, Kelvin, they've called me every name in the book. I don't care anymore. <laughs> but, you know... That aside, like I said, you know, an administration role, a cabinet role, something in an advisory role, I could see Vivek doing well, proving me wrong, and, you know, ultimately helping push forward the, the, the America First MAGA movement, which is, I think, just the patriot movement, people who want the best for this country. What do you think? Well, I think what keeps coming to my mind is – um, wolves in sheep clothing. I mean that that just keeps coming to my mind. And and like oh, there are me, plenty of like those of in those... Washington D.C., brother. <laughs> there sure is. And and I mean don't 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 get me started. We won't be here for hours. But my my main thing is is I really think we need to open our eyes to really understand. We need we need to pray against the 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 wolves and really pray against this if we want to see america change america become great again we really got to deal with all these perceptions that are coming in and when misogyny like when we're looking at him i mean like you talked about it like he 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 flirts with the rhinos and he flirts with some of those scenarios and that's where i'm like let, let's let's keep our eyes open and let's not let go what our foundation is and say, oh, you can just run all over us. And I think that's something that I'm really, really starting to question. Like, as as an American, do we still have the ability to see? Do we still have the, or are we completely blind? Because hmm. I like the, I like where you're going. With <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't so, know, my friend here, the deaf blind Potter, uh, is deaf and blind, but he sees more clearly than a lot of people I know. So that's uh, I always love to hear your insight <laughs> on that one. Well, that's why I always say, it's "So good to see you," even though I can't see you. You know, it's the greatest <laughs> day of my life, right? Absolutely. And, uh, and so, but I want to. I really, I think. To be able to, and I think this is something that really, to be able to do this, to be able to see, you have to be in the Word. You have to be yeah. in with Christ. And you have to be really dived in because that is the truth. And when somebody questions the truth, 
and like, like we and I tell you there's sheep and wolf, wolves clothing or wolves and sheep clothing that quote the scripture I mean, oh, yeah. you and I both know that. Well, Vivek's and been I'm quoting the scripture you. a lot, and he's also a self-professed yeah. Hindu, so it's like, hmm. Um, but, you know, no, no, I think spiritual discernment is very important. I think what you're getting at is that we have to, to use that spiritual discernment to, to see things clearly, as you put it. But I also believe that, you know, like I was saying with humility, um, for me, knowing that I can't fully know what's in another man's heart, and also looking at countless story after story, you know, historical uh, recount after recount throughout the scripture of, you know, people who rejected God, people who left God, people who, you know, uh, who had a path toward redemption, who had a, a part in God's plan to do great things. I don't like to shut the door entirely. I just like to kind of, you know make clear my position and my intention and my uh, belief so that they know, right? So we make it clear to them, hey, we see you for what you are right now. And uh, there always is a hope for change. There's always hope for, you know, something to come out of it. Uh, sometimes God used in, in the Bible people who didn't believe at all to help uh, uh, spark a part of a plan that needed to take place, right? Um, yeah. So that's where I see this, you know, as far as spiritual discernment, I try to really uh, take a humble position to say, I don't know what God's plan is, but I trust in him. And I know that he is influencing my discernment and that that means that I will be able to make good decisions. And that's really all I can control. Right, Kelvin? Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you have to work on you. And at the end of the day, you have to work through the challenges that you face as an individual. And in the way to do that is in the word, through the spiritual uh working with the Holy Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit to work within you. And then from there, and then you can start working on the other things. And like you're exactly talking about is when we're addressing the challenges in our lives, whether it's political, whether it's individually or just uh with our family and just differently you gotta really at the end of the day work on yourself and and that's why when i heard this <laughs> i was like i'm gonna call you and i'm gonna get on the show because i i just yeah, feel like no, we always we love to... having you on Kelvin. Come on. <laughs> so and i was like oh man it's early it's uh, i mean i am in shorts and, and t-shirt and oh brother Diego, it's so like it's, negative 20 I, I, here you don't tell me that i don't want to hear that i mean i, I won't rub it up too bad <laughs> oh man he's over in, I mean, you, I, you're down there in southern california where it's pretty yeah, and nice I mean, right uh yeah what yeah. it is a little gloomy outside oh no i feel it, so it, bad it, everything's covered in ice here um calvin before you go we yeah. had a, we had a text or text in uh our friend jenny said craig we had another candidate just appear out of nowhere in the likes of obambi Ob <laughs> i do not trust vivek <laughs> i don't even trust trump i trust and obey my lord and uh i mean i agree let, let us not ever make it seem as though we are putting our trust in man over God, obviously mm -hmm. that's never the case with either you or me. I know that. Um, yeah. Right. Kelvin. So no, we, we, we don't trust these people, but 
like you understand there's structure and leadership and politics and mm -hmm. and that's how our system our constitutional republic is built and there has to be somebody to fill that executive position and trust me there there are other people out there who i would i wish could um become stronger leaders to to get to that level you know of being you know presidential candidate hopefuls or anything like that but at this point i'm not saying take the best of what's left or the best of the worst i'm just saying you work with the people who you agree with in most things and then you it's it's incumbent upon you to try to persuade them as to why your position is correct and their position is incorrect on certain things whatever that may be and that's that's my that's been my opinion of how this whole system's supposed to work and obviously that's not what they want they want you know everything jfk described in his famous speech and more with you know guerrillas by night instead of armies by day and uh, monolithic cons ruthless conspiracy meant to uh undermine america through covert means and and the the american constitutional republic but you know i mean that's just my opinion kelvin anything else you want to share with us before we we uh, hit up on this break here um, that, that's everything on my end. I just want to just help everybody, just keep reminding everybody, keep your focus on Christ and live beyond your challenges. And if you want to see my the, the radio show that I do on Mondays at 5 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, uh, p.m., um, and then if you want to watch me make pottery um, while I do the radio show, that is a new thing that we're adding to the, to the mix. So I do my interviews or I do my story and literally interview people about their story but you get to see me make pottery literally on the wheel live on youtube and rumble and so um so you can always listen to it live in the car and then uh, go go to the youtube and rumble and see it there um because i just felt like i really want you to get the full experience on how i live beyond my challenges as well hear other people living beyond their challenges as well absolutely so what is it deaf blind potter uh, on YouTube, uh, yeah, Deafline Potter on YouTube, Deafline Potter on Rumble. All right, and then his show is here yep. Mondays at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard yep. Time on 1360 KHNC uh, on the AM dial here, or you can listen to him uh, on 1360 KHNC.com. There's a link there with his podcast and my show and, and every other show that's on the network. So go check that out. But thanks for calling yep. in, Calvin. We always appreciate yeah, uh, having you uh, chime in. Uh, I think we we definitely dug deep on on the the Vivek issue, and I think that's a valid and, and important conversation to be had. So uh, exactly, we'll 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 talk to you later, brother. All right, all right, man. You have a good one. God bless. Thank you. Bye. All right, bye. Bye. All right, that was our friend Kelvin Crosby. Uh, shout out to him for uh, chiming in. We really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to be hitting a break here. So when we come back. I'm going to tell you what we're going to keep going on. We're going to, we're going to go on this thread that, well, let's just say I have a few more stories that you're going to be interested to hear when we come back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. In the misty morning fog with all our hearts thumping and you, a bright girl. Epstein Island, Hunter's Laptop, 
the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And obviously, we have to be aware of what's happening globally. Our friends up in the UK and in in and all throughout Europe are, are facing a really difficult time with censorship. And it only seems like it's going to get worse. We have, as we speak, uh, individuals getting together for their globalist meetings. I believe this one is the Bilderberg meeting that's taking place and uh, they are plotting a lot of different things for us, namely our global enslavement because we are serfs and they are our uh, elite aristocracy who are meant to rule over us like the uh, traditional monarchies of Europe were intended to do. And of course, that's, that's, what they, that's where they draw their power. That's where they draw their belief of why they have this authority to control uh, everyone. And that's why the... Uh, there's a stark difference between the way governments are ran in places like Europe and the way they're ran in places like, obviously, the United States. Because in Europe and any other crown nation, Canada, UK, Australia, all of those nations, you have this this obvious uh, traditional system which is based on essentially serfdom, uh, subservience, now they can say, oh, well, we broke out of that and we made a parliamentary system and we overthrew the monarchy, essentially, even though it's still there, just it's a puppet, it doesn't mean anything, but, you know, we still listen to what the king or queen says, when in reality, that's all great and good. I mean, obviously, they want you to believe that you have taken their power away, but these generationally wealthy aristocratic families have only... Uh, enrich themselves further because they uh, it's like having a head start and i'm not talking the head start that they always say well white people had a head start over black people because of slavery it's like 
I understand, but let's just amplify that times a million and put it on steroids. And that's what we have with these aristocracies. And I'm not going to dismiss the plight of black people um, in America with slavery and all that stuff. I think it was abhorrent, but I don't think the care for it all is taking money away from people who never owned slaves slaves and giving it to people who didn't own slaves or, or who were never slaves. And then, you know, openly embracing racism and hatred of, of people based on the color of their skin. I just don't think those are the solutions. Uh, perhaps, you know, uh, a push toward a society uh, that is based on meritocracy and uh, that gives everybody an equal chance and opportunity. Perhaps that's where we should head. I mean, call me crazy, but that's how I was raised. However, in Europe, they are perpetually escalating the war on free speech and freedom in general. Here is one example. Ursula von der Leyen, the president of the European Union Commission, has described now how they have plans to establish control over social media platforms. So they're, they're attacking one, essentially what has become the digital public square. Listen to this here. Let me go back to the number one concern of the Global Risk Report. Disinformation and misinformation. Tackling this has been our focus since the very beginning of my mandate. With our Digital Services Act, we defined the responsibilities of large internet platforms on the content they promote and propagate, a responsible to children and vulnerable groups targeted by hate speech, but also a responsibility to our societies as a whole. Because the boundary between online and offline is getting thinner and thinner. And the values we cherish offline should also be protected online. And this is even more important in this new era of generative AI. Now, the World Economic Forum Global Risk Report puts artificial intelligence as one of the top potential risks for the next decade. Well, it's almost like they have had a plan for a very long time on how they're going to control the Internet and they are unleashing it as we speak. I mean, at this point, with that sweet lullaby of we need to protect uh, you know, the vulnerable it sounds a lot like after 9-11 when they said, we have to get those terrorists and you have to keep you safe. We just need to take away all of your freedom. So, well, yeah, you'll be safe, but you'll also be, you know, essentially a slave living in a jail cell uh, digitally and eventually, you know, literally, because that's the end goal of all of this, right? It's it's an assault on the freedom that we experience that's been God-given as human beings. They don't want us to have that. They want us to be controlled. And, you know, that's where they they draw not only their power, but they believe that they are chosen, they are elite, they are better than you and I, and that that that, that therefore makes them the only people capable of, uh, you know, controlling what happens. It's a very, um, I would say, in my humble opinion, it's a very dangerous thing that they're 
uh, playing with here because historically we all know what happens to people who uh, work as authoritarians and and what they end up becoming and uh, where that progression inevitably leads so it's almost like all they want to do is re bring back the aristocratic hierarchy i mean that's what they're rebuilding digitally right they've had that control for generations and the internet was such a, a pivotal tool for centralizing information and making it readily available to the masses that it has undercut pretty much all of their lies deception and propaganda to a point where it's a threat to their control so that's why they have to come out and say we have to protect the vulnerable well who are the vulnerable right they're not talking about the the poor migrants that are coming into their country they're talking about themselves they are the vulnerable they are the ones who are outnumbered a hundred to one a thousand to one ten thousand to one a hundred thousand to one they are the ones who once the people wake up to the lies and the deception and the manipulation and the propaganda and the never-ending cycle of abuse they are the ones who will be held to account that's why they're freaking out that's why they're paranoid that's why they're terrified that's why they write articles about dictatorships you know and 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 try to instill fear constantly in the 24 7 news cycle it's because the moment you see clearly who they are and not just you but you and all your friends and family and everyone you know sees clearly who these people are is the moment they lose that power which they will fight with everything they have to maintain because for them it's a zero-sum equation it's all or nothing they either maintain the power or they are done for so when you talk about being at war i mean that's essentially the war we are fighting now is that going to be hectic is it going to be chaotic is it going to lead to tough times is it, i mean we're already there folks we're already there the weak men are in control the tough times are right ahead of us you don't think it's possible but history doesn't repeat it rhymes and we're headed straight for what i see as tough tough times because we let weak people take over because the strong men made good times so if you think about it in that context these people ursula van der Leyen and you know klaus schwab and prince charles and all these people these are the weak people that good times made they're the ones like joe biden these are the weak people that good times have made so that's why we have to be careful with how we move forward from here because weak people make very bad decisions and bad decisions can lead to consequences for us all that's my only thing right that's why i think everything's happening the way it's happening that's why people believe this whole continuity of government evolution theory because if if there were good forces fighting a battle against what we see 
they would have to do it exactly that way they couldn't just wage open war against it because these people are so weak and stupid and and vulnerable that they will destroy the whole system stay tuned we'll be back ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return. That's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees there is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises if you're not sure if you can trust this economy this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you just go to investyrefi.com that's the word invest the letter y r e f y.com or call them at 888-YREFI24 that's 888 888- why refi 24 tell them joe sent you hi everybody glenn tate co-host of prepping 2.0 shelby gallagher here join us saturdays at 9 a.m right here on 1360 khnc where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level Can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. Let's rapid fire through a few more stories before we sign off here. Uh, we have a, one more segment before our last segment. And I want to get through a couple of these stories. First of all, you have Google coming out and issuing an advisement to their advertisers saying that they're going to update their inappropriate content policy to clarify the definition of sensitive events, saying, quote, a sensitive event is an unforeseen event or development that creates significant risk to Google's ability to provide high quality, relevant information and ground truth and reduce insensitive and exploitative content in prominent and monetized features during a sensitive event we may take a variety of actions to address these risks examples of sensitive events include events with significant social cultural or political impact political impact political i can't stress political enough oh wonder what they're referencing such as civil emergencies natural disasters public health emergencies terrorism and related activities conflict or mass of acts of violence well, what are related activities? Hmm. To terrorism. Perhaps the domestic terrorism they keep telling us that all the MAGA people represent? Oh, so now essentially what they're doing is coming out and saying in no uncertain terms that once they update this policy, they will be taking a more active role in influencing the outcome of elections 
which is obviously illegal. It's obviously an in-kind donation to their favorite political party. Uh, and it's obvious that these people are criminals. And that this, see, Google is not a private company, folks. Google is the government. Google is the government. Google was made by government with black funds. It was made in DARPA. It was, it, it's been infiltrated. It is ran by the CIA. I mean, they're going to say I'm crazy. They're going to say you have no proof. It's like, what proof do I need? It's the largest search. And you do, it would be irresponsible if it wasn't ran and wholly owned as a subsidiary of the government. It would be downright irresponsible. And not because I'm saying I want it to be, but it just is. It just, I don't know. They go, well, where's your proof? I go, it's the centralization of all information ever known to man. You don't think the government has control over it? And if it wasn't obvious that they did before, now does it make a little bit more sense as you see them manipulating their algorithms, curating information online, censoring you know, dissidents to their political agenda? I mean, <laughs> come on, folks. <laughs> Let's be honest here. It just call it call a spade a shovel. It is what it is. So, of course, they're going to use this to influence the 2020 election. That is something uh, we are all fully aware of. Um, what do they want to censor? Well, they want to censor people like Trump because he calls the propagandists out for who they are. Listen to this. Uh, I just I just want to thank you. Now, while I'm here, just unlike Biden. Uh, Biden would never do this. He'd be, it would be the end of his political career, although they're impressed with the fake news over there. Would give yeah. him <laughs> are you with the news? The camera? Yes. Oh, who are you with? Where was he then? Fake news. Oh, it is fake news. But we don't mind. But don't give me any questions. But we don't mind. I love Trump. He's like, uh, they're fake news. We don't mind. But just don't give me any questions because all their questions are, are um, you know, they're loaded questions. They're meant to draw, to, to create a narrative. That's all. They're not asking in good faith. They're not asking for any other reason than they, they want a gotcha moment and a headline. So we all know that. A couple other stories I wanted to touch on, uh, you know, with regard to our border invasion you have the uh, mensa level high iq genius aoc coming out and saying the quiet part out loud about what to do with the 10 million illegal criminals who cross the american border without permission uh here's her solution let's go ahead and listen from all parts of the political spectrum, one of the biggest issues that we have when it comes to immigration is the fact that we have an undocumented population. Mm -hmm. Now, you can fix that by trying to build a wall, or you can fix that by trying to document people and create a path to citizenship. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll have folks that might say, look at these systems, you know, that our shelter system has weight and things like that. But one of the reasons that our public systems experience weight is because people don't have a documented and reliable path to work and sustain themselves, mm -hmm. just like all of our ancestors did and our, and our grandparents and great-grandparents from all parts. I, <laughs> what do you say to these people? 
I think they've they've they're uh, they've drank their own Kool Aid. As I like to say, they've huffed their own jankum, which is the fume that your own bodily waste produces that people can huff to get high off of. Um, I highly would not recommend it. It is, uh, from what I understand, thank God I've never had an experience with it, but from what I understand, it's it's a hallucinatory and very, uh, it's like, you know, huffing anything. It's It's really dangerous and really, really, really bad for your health. Um, but some people do it, and that's what Democrats do every day when I watch them talk about this stuff. It's like, how much of their own, you know, excrement fumes have they been huffing to get this high to think that this... Well, the problem with all these people who came into this country illegally is that they're not citizens, so we should just make them citizens. And you're like, no, that's the whole point of, like, everything that we're talking about is to not make them citizens. Like... If they wanted to come and be citizens of this country, there's a long line, and as Trump would say, a big, beautiful door that they can go and walk right up to and ask and do it the proper legal way. Because you know what? You know who gets hurt more than than anyone else in all this? I have friends, good friends, who come here legally. They work on a visa. They go home every you know uh, you know six months or, or two uh, six months or so and then they come back and they do it all legally and they work within the system and you know who they despise the most the, the people who come here illegally and take jobs away from their friends who, who are doing it the right way and take jobs away from the americans who they support and want us to be prosperous because a prosperous american nation is is what they came here to experience they didn't want to experience the third world that they literally went through endless hoops to try to escape so that's my my whole uh diatribe on that stay tuned we have our final segment god's grace is greater coming up you're listening to just form talk radio i'm your host craig james we'll be back after the break This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American world hegemony, the new world order, secret societies, one world religion, weather warfare, international wars, transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343.
back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. You guys know in our final segment, we always do our God's Grace is Greater segment where we read a little bit of scripture, and I, I try to send you guys off into your day with a little bit of hope and encouragement and discernment from the scripture, and we're covering the book of Psalms. We've uh, gotten all the way up to Psalm 29 today, which we will read. It talks about the voice of the Lord, and I think that this actually speaks directly to everyone out there listening who wants to understand how we find discernment. And it was like our good friend Kelvin mentioned when he called in earlier is that we need to pray and we need to listen. The voice of God will be made clear to us when we open our heart and our mind to him and allow him to speak to us. Now, I don't know that I, a lot of people will say, you know, uh, there is no such thing as an audible voice of God, but the Bible tells us about, you know, God's voice being prominent and clear. And I'm not talking about people out there who hear voices in your head. Uh, obviously, that's something that it, probably, in my opinion, is is a form of uh, another thing. I don't want to get into that. But I do want to say that God's will will be made known in your heart when you open your heart and pray to him and allow him to do things with your life that you never thought were possible. And, and, and the way that you see his will clearly, at least from my experience, is to put him first and foremost, to glorify him every day, and he will place things in your path that will make sense, and he will guide your decisions when you are praying and you are asking him for discernment and you are living righteously with integrity and trying your best as a, uh, even though we're all sinful fallen humans to, to follow God's perfect instruction as best we can. And I'm going to read these verses in Psalm 29 and then, then we'll talk about it. It's talking about the voice of the Lord, another Davidic Psalm saying, ascribe to Yahweh, you heavenly beings, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength, ascribe to Yahweh, the glory due his name, worship Yahweh in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is above the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord above vast waters. The voice of the Lord in power. The voice of the Lord in splendor. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the woodlands bare. In his temple all cry glory. The Lord sat enthroned at the flood. The Lord sits enthroned, king forever. The Lord gives his people strength. The Lord blesses his people with peace. And I love these verses because not only does it remind me of trusting in the Lord, but it also reminds me of God's great power. How his power is beyond most, I mean, really our ability to comprehend. Because not only can he influence and, and guide us in our lives, in our decisions and what we do and, and, and allow us to have opportunities and, and to follow a great plan for him, but as it describes in these words, he's above the water. He can knock down the, the trees and, you know, his, his voice is heard in everything that happens in the world around us. So all I would say is make your heart open. If you haven't accepted Christ, now's your opportunity. All you got to do is repent, say a prayer, open your heart, and allow him to come in. Accept, Lord, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. 
and allow him to come in and do great things in your life. Allow him to make his voice known and shown to you. And if you have already accepted Jesus, take these words as inspiration to go out today and look for the Lord's voice. Look for his discernment. Look for his direction and guidance. It's there. You just have to be paying attention to see it. I don't know what it looks like, and I don't know how he's going to do his will, but it will be done. Stay tuned. More great shows coming up. Thanks for listening. It's another Just Form Talk radio show. I'm your host, Craig James. Godspeed, and God bless each and every one of you patriots. We'll see you tomorrow, God willing.